Welcome to the Zenov podcast. You are listening to our business resilience series where we bring to you conversations with eminent industry stalwarts and thought leaders from across the globe as they share their insights on overcoming challenges and the mindset that helps them navigate through journeys of crisis resilience and growth. Hi everyone and welcome to another episode of the Zenov podcast. I am Nitika Goel, CMO of Zenov and your host for today. During this pandemic, the insurance industry has had to kick into high gear. They've had to adopt newer models to drive innovation and to do their part amidst this global crisis. With the entire healthcare ecosystem being at the front line during these trying times, the insurance industry has been playing a key role in helping the industry remain resilient. To understand more on the role of the insurance industry and its part in building business resilience, I have with me today KV Deepu, President Operations, Communities and Customer Experience at Bajaj Alliance. With more than 25 years of industry experience, Deepu specializes in business process reengineering and driving digital transformation, the need of the hour in today's scenario. Welcome to the Zenov podcast Deepu. Thank you so much uh, Nitika. It's an honor to be here and uh, uh, I look forward to our conversation and hope to add great value to the audience. Absolutely. We're looking forward to it too. Uh, so one of the questions I wanted to pose is that COVID has impacted the insurance industry at large as well as your organization. What are some of the customer as well as the business changes that have taken place? So Nitika, I'll break it into two parts. Uh, firstly, you spoke about business changes and then you also spoke about customer changes. If you look at it from a business perspective, since insurance uh, caters to various different lines of business, you know, we have seen a shift. Uh, for example, at the onset of the pandemic, when car sales was down, motor insurance became a light product in the sense that only when cars are sold, you know, do customers buy motor insurance. You know, we didn't see an impact there. Similarly, right now, travel is down and out. So travel insurance, you know, obviously has not got off the ground. At the same time, there has been a surge in interest in uh, health insurance. There has been a surge in property insurance. And going forward, since everything is going to be digital, we do expect cyber insurance to be the new frontier. Coming to the uh, arena of customers, Nitika, uh, we've seen, you know, quite a few changes. For starters, customers do expect insurers and, of course, uh, you know, our partners as well to offer them uh, an array of digital services because during the lockdown, uh, services need to continue unhindered and insurance is an essential service, especially health insurance. Secondly, we have also seen that uh, while we have all moved from a work from office environment to a work from home environment, we are in the new normal. And while the new normal is a much used and a much abused term, what we need to recognize is that new customer needs will emerge, you know, as we go into this phase. And therefore, it becomes important to keep a sharp eye out for that and ensure that we not only meet customers' stated needs, but we also meet customers' unstated needs. So these are the two ways, you know, in which business needs and consumer needs are changing. Great points. You talked about stated and unstated needs of the customer, right? I would like to understand when you said we have to keep our eye on the ball, are you doing this through manual intervention or are you leveraging technology as the baseline uh, to help your organization in this battle against COVID? So Nitika, uh, it has to be digital. And let me illustrate this, you know, with a few examples. 
so when uh, the pandemic initially you know occupied everybody's minds people were you know very afraid of covid-19 uh, they have also read various reports that it can be asymptomatic so they could be carriers you know without realizing it and uh, people do want to get themselves tested but ironically you know you in case you need to go to a hospital in the quest to get tested you know you could get infected so what we realized is uh, we need to come out of the way by which you know customers can aware of this facility but without you know putting themselves at risk so what we did was to come out of the covid-19 self assessment tool on a mobile app and we came out with this tool in multiple languages and customers just lapped it up uh, it became a great hit with them because now they could get themselves tested in the comfort of their home without having to physically visit a hospital secondly nitika when the lockdown was imposed you can impose a lockdown on economic activity but you cannot prevent somebody from falling ill or wanting to uh, you know get back to his feet so what we realized is uh, we needed to come out with a digital way of ensuring that customers can continue to get unhindered access to medical care so we came out with a doctor on chat and a doctor on video option on a mobile app all uh, customers had to do was to log into our app and get a digital consultation done and then all they had to do you know was to basically go and pick up medicines because medical shops were always open they were always exempt from the lockdown the third thing we did nitika was uh, when we realized that this entire social currency of uh, social distancing when it picked up pace we realized that people had become very wary of uh, meeting people and they also wanted to keep a log of you know whom they were meeting because contact tracing you know became a paramount need so what we did and this was before the launch of arogya setu we came out with an a feature on our app aptly called social trackback by which customers could basically log in their contacts on the app and then all they needed to do in case uh, you know anybody in their social circles got infected was to go back and check their app and see if they had come in contact with any one of them you know in the last 48 hours or 96 hours and likewise in the unfortunate event of their getting infected you know they knew whom to in, uh, whom to in, inform so when you look at features like these uh, social trackback doctor on chat covid-19 self assessment tool these are features which we gave to our customers on our app and if you look at these features these features could have been launched by anybody across industries you know the fact that i think we did it you know was a message to our customers you know that we truly care for them in line with our motto of caringly yours and i think our customers were extremely grateful to us uh, you know for the fact that you know we went beyond their stated needs and we actually you know went about meeting their latent needs very interesting points that you mentioned here one of the things that you talked about obviously is in the early stages and the contact tracing and when there was a fear of social distancing with unlock 3.0 as people have started understanding the disease a lot more or their ability to deal with what lies ahead is a little bit clearer because of the quantum of information that is available now have these programs changed so nitika uh, if you look at the way unlock 3 has uh, come into existence there are two three factors at work one of course is the fact that uh, you know customers you know themselves have now you know come to terms with the new normal they've accepted that covid-19 is uh, a way of life now and therefore uh, you know they're taking measured and calibrated steps you know in terms of stepping out secondly uh, what we have done from our end you know is to continuously educate customers on uh, the do's and don'ts you know of the new normal and we have continuously told customers about uh, what are the precautions they need to take you know even as they go about uh, you know their daily activities 
Thirdly, uh, Nitika, one thing which has come to the fore is, uh, and that's where you know we have again been a little ahead of others, is the fact that today people have become very wary of touch. Nobody wants to press uh, the key in the ATM. Nobody wants to press the button in the elevator. So what we have done, realizing that customer experience has to be touchless, we have actually you know embarked on uh, two three major initiatives on this front. On the one hand, when customers walk into our branches, since we cannot have handshakes, since we need to maintain social distancing, since we want to discourage paperwork, we have basically launched barcodes. Customers just need to scan these barcodes, and their requirements get fulfilled. You scan a barcode, and an insurance policy can be mailed to your official email ID, which you registered with us. You scan a barcode, and you can raise a request for a claim. Similarly, when Alexa and Google Assistant were uh, launched in India, we were the first ones to integrate our AI-driven chatbot with these voice-based uh, servicing tools. So what this means is that you know you can ask Alexa or Google Assistant for services from us, right? You could ask for a copy of your insurance policy. You could ask for the nearest hospital. You could ask for the nearest car workshop. You could ask for the process of uh, raising a claim. And what we have seen is that voice-based traction has increasingly come into play. So these three points about customers, you know, recalibrating their own expectations as far as the new normal is concerned. The fact that, you know, we have basically entered the touchless arena and the fact that we are focused on voice-based servicing. I think these uh, are three areas by which, you know, the interplay of our customer uh, focus and, you know, customers obviously, you know, stepping out of, uh, you know, their uh, cocoons, uh, you know, that entire interplay, you know, is playing itself out. And we have seen great results from this. Got it. That Those are really great points. And you talked about two aspects, which is you said touchless, and then you also talked about voice-based and obviously technology being the underlying theme. We also have heard a lot about the automation component within insur- the insurance sector, as well as AI. So how is that coming into play as this crisis unfolds? So Nitika, if you look at uh, AI and uh, automation, you know, they obviously have had, you know, key roles to play across the entire, uh, you know, customer uh, life cycle. So what we did was uh, basically not get into the trap of deploying technology for the sake of technology. We actually started by focusing on the customer. So we basically listen actively to the customer. Then what we do is take stock of our current inventory of our processes and systems. And then we re-engineer them using the principles of Lean Six Sigma so that they are reconfigured to meet customers' needs. And then we deploy the right technology stack. And let me explain this to you, you know, with a couple of examples. Let's take uh, travel insurance. Now, let's assume there is somebody from India who's flying to the US. It's obviously a long flight. And if the flight is delayed, then the customer is focused on one, catching his next available flight, and the other, you know, making his arrangements all over again. That's not the time that the customer is, you know, thinking of, you know, filing a claim with his insurer which is eligible for, you know, from a trip delay perspective. And even if you were to call up your insurer, typically you would be asked for some paperwork, maybe a copy of your passport, copy of your boarding pass, and some form of communication from the airline through an email or through a letter that the flight is delayed. So we realized that the best way to help the customers is to basically make the entire process frictionless for our customers. So what we did was to deploy a blockchain-based solution by which we put ourselves in a situation whereby we got immutable proof that the flight was delayed. This meant that we no longer needed to ask the customers to get us any form of communication from the airline. Secondly, we made a fundamental difference to the entire insurance value chain. And that difference is that typically you need to intimate your insurance company that you're eligible for a claim, and then the insurance company will process that 
and make the payout you. Whereas here, what we did was, uh, since we know that the flight is delayed, we did away with this need. So now just imagine the delight on the customer's face. You know, if he is told, you know, as he's sitting in the airport and going through the entire rigmarole of planning his bookings all over again, that, uh, you know, this is the amount he is eligible for and that the amount has been transferred to his bank account. So these are ways by which we deploy technology to make customer experience a delight for our customers. Now, coming to artificial intelligence, uh, Nitika, I'll again give you two examples. One is uh, our chatbot. Now, today, all industries have chatbots. But where we differentiated ourselves was that our chatbot does not tell the customer in case the bot is not able to answer the customer's query that, you know, he needs to go back to the website or, you know, he needs to call up the call center. What we do is we ensure a seamless transfer at the back end from the bot to a human being. So which means it's assisted automation. So the customer doesn't perceive any break in service. And what we do, since a bot is basically trained to answer FAQs and the human being steps in when there are exceptional queries, over a period of time, using AI and NLP, we again convert these exceptional queries into FAQs and the percentage of queries answered by the bot upfront is on the rise throughout. Secondly, let's take motor claims. What happens when somebody crashes a car? You basically call up the insurance company, they'll locate the nearest inspector, he'll come, inspect the car, make a report, send it to the insurance company, they'll assess the report, arrive at the amount, and then you know go through the entire process. We said, why don't we make this easy for the customer? Why don't we empower our customers? So what we did was we came out with a facility on our mobile app by which we told customers to take photographs of the car and then these images would get uploaded on our mobile app. And once it reaches us, what we do, by deploying a combination of AI and expertise, within minutes we would assess the damage and the amount and communicate the amount to the customer. And once the customer gives his consent, we transfer the money to his bank account. This entire process takes about 20 to 30 minutes. So what you should take days now happens in a matter of minutes. So these two examples, uh, whereby you know we deployed AI, you know, from a chatbot perspective and also from a motor claim processing perspective. If we had not deployed these tools, we wouldn't have been able to reach these levels of customer experience. I mean, these are really fantastic examples, and you have used the whole breadth of digital technologies. We we as consultants often talk about them, but it is really heartening to see how you have used all these different types of technologies, be it IoT, AI, blockchain, all these fundamental technologies to make a difference to your customers. So I think there's one very important question that we need to just think about before we end this podcast. One thing is this healthcare crisis really has morphed itself into a financial crisis as well. And for many insurance companies, there have been operational as well as balance sheet challenges and regulatory pressures even. So what are the three things that you think that the insurance sector needs to keep an eye on as we continue to progress and things start coming back to what we used to think of as the previous normal, as well as what are you doing from an organizational perspective and keeping high on your priority list? It's a good uh, question, uh, Nitika. So if you look at the insurance industry, uh, it basically operates on uh, a term called combined ratio. Combined ratio is, you know, essentially all the expenses that you have right so you basically talk about claims and then you talk about uh, you know commissions that you pay to your distributors because insurance is a push product and then of course you know all your expenses 
Now, one thing which people may not know is that the combined ratio of the general insurance industry in India is 120. So, 120 means that the insurance industry spends 120 rupees for every 100 rupees that they earn. So, which means, you know, you're obviously paying claims, you know, uh, to the extent that you can possibly pay. Now, what insurance companies need to focus on, one, of course, from a claims process, you know, you need to make it as smooth as possible because that is the moment of truth in the insurance industry. Insurance is the original form of crowdsourcing. You collect from many and you pay to a few. So, which is why the focus on that has obviously got to be very high. That's the whole reason why customers buy insurance. So, the examples I gave you in terms of blockchain for travel insurance and uh, AI for motor insurance. You know, so I think these are examples, you know, which can be lighthouses, you know, for the industry, you know, in terms of deploying technology to ramp up customer experience at scale. Now, coming to operational efficiencies, one thing which we have seen during the COVID-19 pandemic phase is digitization picked up pace. Uh, there are times when weeks happen in decades and there are times when decades happen in weeks. I think this was, you know, one such period, you know, when the ramp up of, ramp up of digitization was so massive that you actually had, you know, decades happen in weeks. So now what insurance companies need to do, you know, is to ride on this digital wave, you know, and then ensure that, you know, we get digital at scale, given the huge market that we have and the fact that, you know, we have so many towns and uh, cities across the whole of India, you know, wherein we offer our products and services. So that will ensure that not only do costs come down, but we are able to ramp up customer experience as well. Two specific areas of focus, uh, Nitika. One will be, of course, you know, touchless uh, UI UX, which I referred to, because uh, not only will it ensure that uh, you keep customers' safety intact, but it also ensures that you're able to digitize at scale. Secondly, and again, I'd like to give an example. One of our initiatives, which won a global award, was uh, an app which we came out with exclusively in Indian languages for farmers because you know they take crop insurance from us and we know that uh, people in rural india will be more conversant you know with the languages that they use on a daily basis so this app was launched in uh, hindi kannada and marathi so for one you know farmers can access this app in the language of their choice and it's an insurance company app so it starts off by giving them access to you know all insurance services secondly farmers uh, interact a lot with the government so through this app, they can also access the government's portal. So in a way, it becomes a one-stop shop. And then what typically happens in uh, agriculture markets is that they're typically characterized by information asymmetry. You don't have large organized uh, pools of, inf of information. So we gave them lots of uh, notifications on the app. We gave them information about the weather because agriculture depends heavily on weather and soil. We gave them uh, information on pricing across various markets. You know, we've seen huge fluctuations in prices, you know, during this period. When there's a lockdown, prices go up. Again, there's an in-lock, you know, prices come down. We also gave them uh, crop advisory. We gave them crop diagnostics. And during the pandemic, you know, when they couldn't step out, this just became a, a tool of great convenience for them. Sitting in their home, using an app in the language of their convenience, they're able to interact with the government, they're able to interact with the insurance company, and they're able to get all the information that they need. Downloads went up. Our app rating on the Play Store was 4.6 at one point. And then as I told you, we won a global award. Now what this highlights to us is that we shouldn't fall into that uh, classic mistake of assuming that English has to be the language of choice when it comes to ramping up digitization. We need to understand that, you know, we need to start offering services in multiple languages for us to expand our reach. Similarly on our chatbot, uh, it's christened uh, Boeing. I told you about the way we leveraged AI to make it easy for our customers. One more thing which we did, apart from, as I told you, 
ensuring that there is no break in service for our customers and also the fact that it's integrated with uh, you know google assistant and uh, alexa is that we also started offering our services in languages other than english and that immediately you know doubles our reach in fact there has been a study by iamai and the report came out a few months back which showed that the number of users of the internet in rural india has finally exceeded the number of users of the internet in urban india so i think if we focus on touchless and if we focus on multilingual it will definitely ramp up digitization for insurers and to the point that i earlier made focus on claims make it easy go digital at scale operational efficiencies ramp up dramatically great thank you so much deepu i think there were a lot of insights just to summarize i was going to summarize but i think you summarized it beautifully you talked about digital at scale cost efficiency with customer experience at the core touchless ui and ux and going multilingual so thank you so much i think there is a lot that this sector has done for the end user at this point in time and a lot that bajaj alliance itself has done so thank you it was a great conversation and i look forward to connecting with you again and thank you to our listeners for listening in to this episode thank you so much uh, nitika it was wonderful uh, chatting with you you asked all the right questions and thanks to all our listeners you know like you rightly said you know for listening in patiently and i look forward to having more conversations with you going forward great take care have a good day thank you same to you thank you for listening to this episode of zinov's business resilience series stay tuned for more such interesting episodes and subscribe to our podcast on google podcast apple podcasts spotify or wherever you get your podcasts from to know more about zinov and if you believe we can help with your problems please visit our website www.zinov.com or drop us a note at info@zinov.com at Thank you again and don't forget to tune in to our next episode.